This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good afternoon. At the tone, Pacific Daylight Time will be... It's 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. One step closer to my own personal hand. This is Primetime on Sports Radio 1080 The Fan. We expect the best. We're not afraid to break someone. Do you hear me? Primetime is your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Go ahead and clap. Mediocrity deserves applause. Isaac Rob. I'm miserable. I had to get up at 10 o'clock this morning. Jason Sakanit. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. Primetime on 1080 The Fan. All right. Welcome back. Hope you're having <laughs> Hope you're having a nice little, uh, what is today, Thursday? Yeah, it's yeah, beautiful Thursday. outside. Sun shining. Sure is. It's yeah. Rop and Sook. I'm Rop. Sada. Big Sook right up there. Right here. Now, we will not get Big Sook tomorrow. Or Monday. Or Monday. But he will be back for our X-Golf Tualatin show on Tuesday. Probably worse for the wear. Um, <clears throat> buckle up. Be a little haggard. Uh, I'm going to take my lumps. We'll and... just keep the party going. There's That's a bar true. There. That's true. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, I get in a little before uh, my lady and like her boss, so I have some uh, time to kill at the airport. So oh, she's uh, got like a work trip going. She's got on. a work trip going. And so, you're just uh, yeah, I'm just tagging along, piggybacking off of that. Yeah, her boss likes to throw down and have a good time. So I'm like, <laughs> you like to uh, party? We like to party. Let's do this. Let's go. Well, tomorrow uh, it's going to be Buck and I. Yeah, baby. Out at the Portland. Auto show. I am a little bummed because that is of the places we go. That's one of my favorites. I actually really like the auto shows. Actually, they've changed it. It's the Oregon Auto Show. Now. Yeah, no longer Portland. Yeah, it's all of Oregon. Yeah, I like the uh, Vroom Vroom Show. So we'll be out there. If you're out at the convention center, uh, make sure you stop by and give Buck a high five. Yeah, because yeah. he doesn't get to get out of the cage very. We often. never. The producers never do. Even I know. every time you guys are on location, we're usually tied to the desk. But is that'll that going to tomorrow? Is that going to feel like a uh, like a day off to you, or is it going to be? Um, it will. It'll it won't feel like a day off. It'll just feel different. And there's it'll true be true story. The, I mean, the tasks are different. You well, know, Suk has an easy job. That's true. Of course. I mean, hands down, sits over there and yeah, whatever. Uh, it won't feel like a day off, but it'll feel much different. Okay. 
All right. Well, I'm excited about it. The listeners are excited about it. We Big are excited, excited about, it. about it. Everybody's excited about it. Yeah. Me and the French Quarter, that's what I'm excited about. Mm-hmm. Me at the Blacksmiths, oh. we're going to have a good time. On fire emojis. Um, I found out why. So I just just quick Google search. You know, it's funny how that sometimes uh, renders answers. Well, yeah. To questions. Basically, all of the universe's questions are available at your fingertips, and yet we're dumber than ever. So when you sing, we were asking why people from other countries with accents sing in. When in... they sing, it sounds like there's just American English. Yeah. Because we don't sing in British accents. And it says, in singing, syllables are lengthened, airflow is increased, and articulation is less precise. Thus, we get a more generic, neutralized accent that happens to share features with American varieties of English. Huh. I feel like somewhere there is a weird, ultra-right Christian person that believes that this just backs up our claim that uh, that why Jesus favors us over everybody. <laughs> <laughs> the, wow. the natural way of see America is the natural way of doing things. I feel like there's people that are going to be running with that. Socially, there is an expectation that popular music will be sung this way. So I wonder when that when that will shift, <laughs> and everybody will start singing. You like, will not replace us. You, <laughs> someone will be very angry when we we start singing in accents. Eh, it's not gonna not gonna fly. These colors don't run, Rob. Not in country music. All right. Uh, more college sports Thursday reach around coming up. We'll tell you how Nick Saban, uh, well, he doesn't really say how he's going to fix college football. But he will fix college football. But he's going to tell you what he hates about college football. I love when people are like, there's a problem. And that problem can only be solved by one man. I'm not here to say who that man is, but I think we know who that is. But, but, yeah. What else? Oh, let's get to the, well, okay. We may get to the new fun game of who could have had him. Hmm. Draft edition. The NFL, I'm assuming? Well, it doesn't have to be. Oh, okay. I mean, this is true in all sports. I just thought with the NFL draft coming up, maybe we'd Well, I was looking at that. Patrick Mahomes. 11th, right? Yeah. 10th or 11th? I think, tw- I thought it was 12th. Is it 11th? I don't know. Whatever. We've now gone 10, 11, 12. How about this? Somewhere in the 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 beginning to the middle part of the NFL draft, the Kansas City chefs moved up in the draft and got more. <clears throat> but it's always, I always love these exercises where you <clears throat> look at what team passed on a guy yeah. and what, I mean, what that could have meant to that franchise. Sure. And there's a lot of these. Uh, he was 10th. Oh, was it 10th? The guy picked 9th. I went back and looked just because I just yeah. forgot. Oh my God! Yeah, not but so, that not so franchise good. is fine because they ended up getting another franchise quarterback. Anyway, um, you know, oh, kind of fun. Yeah. We'll get to that now. Tonight in the club, Bobby was a fraud. It turns out. I don't know if you. Yeah, I saw. Do you remember this, this was story? wild. Yeah, we and we talked about this when it happened. That the world's oldest dog. We were suspicious. You thought he was on dog HGH. Yeah, I just, it just seemed a little, seemed a little weird. Seemed a little odd. And whenever I hear these stories again, I get very skeptical. I'm like, mm, I need more. They're always very vague, and I don't like vague stories. I need details. And we have some entertainment news for you. Uh, right now, the Hot 5 at 5. Oh. Hot topics, hot opinions. Oh, golly, I'm hot today. And hot air. It's time for the Hot 5 at 5. 
That's hot. The Hot Five at Five on Primetime with Isaac and Sue. No, I mean it. That's very hot. The Hot Five at Five with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you on the fan by Victorico's Mexican Food, the most popular burrito spot in Oregon. Online at victoricos.com. Number five. Well, it's kind of a big night in Pac-12 hoops. If you haven't been following number 16, Washington State, they have not won a league title since 1941. Yeah, it's been a a while. But they're in the hunt. They're visiting number four, Arizona, tonight. It'll be on FS1. If the Cougs win, they go to bed on top of the conference with just four games left. They haven't made the NCAA tournament since 2008. Tony Bennett was there. so And they're going to make the tournament. Um, they're squarely in from everything I've read. So either way, it's a great year with Kyle Smith and the Cougs, but wouldn't that be something if they were in sole possession of first place? The Ducks, our Ducks, your Ducks, visit Stanford tonight. They're actually a slight underdog. That game will be here on the fan with pregame beginning at 7.30. Number four. Spring training is underway. The Dodgers uh, begin on a pace to score 72 runs per game. Seems like a lot. They dropped eight in the first inning on Joe Musgrove and the Padres. He did not record an out. That makes me happy because I think he's a douche. The final score was 14-1. to uh, Mariners' first game is Saturday. Infielder Tim Anderson, formerly the White Sox, he is uh, signed with the Miami Marlins. Hmm. Mitch Keller re-ups with the Bucks. Five years, $77 million, and um, already a pitching injury for the Mets. Kodai Singa yeah. shut down indefinitely with a shoulder injury. He's got a strain in the back of his shoulder, and so they're saying that uh, <laughs> their, their GM was like, well, he's not going to be there for opening day, but we expect him to make some starts this year. Just I'm waiting for the inevitable he's done for the year. Just whatever. At least he made it to spring training, unlike Diaz last year. Uh, welcome to the Mets. Already depressed. At least he made it. At to least spring he made training. it to spring day one of spring training. <laughs> We're already we got we got guys dropping. Cool, cool everybody. The Chiefs are giving punter Matt Ariza, aka Punt God, yeah. Punt God, a job. Good for him. This Currently, is... their punter uh, in Kansas City, Tommy Townsend, he's an unrestricted free agent. So Ariza, this is the guy that was accused of raping a 17-year-old girl in 2021, but. Um, he was dropped from her lawsuit. He, in turn, dropped his defamation suit yeah. against her. So th- she totally made it up. Yes. He uh, wasn't but, even there. But he didn't. So he was a sixth-round draft pick of the Bills. Never played in a game. They cut him after this allegation. He has not been in the league since. The Chiefs are going to make him their punter. Good for him. And he goes to a great organization. And I hope him nothing but the best. I mean, and I, I get he just wanted this to be over. But in some ways, I'm pissed because... Again, I'm not doubting what happened to her. He was not there. He left the party like a half hour to 45 minutes before anything even happened. And she singled him out. I, that dude's life was in... in I don't think she was, singled him out. She she named a bunch of people. And, but he was one he of was them one specific. Named, and she later dropped him. Yes, She still has a lawsuit against yes, other dudes, but, but he was dropped. he wasn't there. The I Seahawks just, have restructured the contract of quarterback Geno Smith. They converted his... $9.6 million roster bonus to a signing bonus, which creates almost $5 million in cap space. Yeah, Gino, um, he settled down a little bit this year, but I think Gino is now kind of what we all know, one of those bridge quarterbacks where he's a nice, solid starter. But if you're Seattle, 
with the roster you have and what you're building, you better start looking for your next guy because Gino isn't the long-term answer there, but he also doesn't leave you with a big gaping hole. He's a nice, solid starting quarterback in this league. The NBA season resumes tonight, but not your Blazers. No, they go tomorrow. In the East, it's Boston and everyone else, but in the West, four teams are separated by just three games at the top. You've got Minnesota, Oklahoma City, the Clippers and the Nuggets. Denver will be here tomorrow. Yeah, Denver, when healthy, is just a juggernaut. They've just been beat up and have kind of like that championship hangover where they don't care. Pistons' Isaiah Stewart suspended three games for punching our own Drew Eubanks. <laughs> yeah. The court case has also been dropped. Yeah, they, they dropped all charges. So he got, he got three games and a little fine for, for punching him. I wonder if he's, like, good. I'm like, guessing the video of that is not nearly as I know, I want shocking as it sounds. I want it to come out. Let's go. Uh, 76ers halftime. They are getting boat raced by the Knicks. 69-46. And another good one tonight, Suns-Mavs. Uh, early in the second, the Suns have a seven-point lead in Dallas. And number one, EA Sports is releasing College Football 25 this summer with over 11,000 players' likeness, likenesses. Yeah, there's already there's already uh, shocker. There's already scandal and controversy. <laughs> this is the first college football video game from them since 2013. Now the fun this year is that any player who opts in with his likeness will get paid. Yep, six hundred dollars and a copy of the game. So of course, there's a bunch of people that are pissed. Shocker that they're saying that this is horse crap. It's not enough. The NFL guys get like seventeen grand to be in Madden. What these dumbasses don't realize is there's 32 teams. There's like 134 teams. And I'm sorry, but if you're the left guard at Ohio State, you don't get $17,000 go away. So there's some talk of like Caleb Williams and maybe some of these guys opting out and whatever. Have at it. But for most people, 600 bucks and a free game and the, and, and the thrill of being in it. I, for one, I used to love the college football game. Uh, I was in those just 68 from BYU. Having my name in there, that's that's cool. And you get six hundred bucks for doing jack squat. That's so. There's talk of guys opting in, out, yes. just because it's not enough money. Well, for like the Caleb Williamses of the world, or let's say, and I'm not saying he is, but Bo Nix or Michael Penix, they may look at this and be like, "I'm making millions off NIL, right? My name is worth a certain thing. I'm a Heisman Trophy, fi- Heisman Trophy finalist. Why should I be getting the same as?" the left guard at Iowa and to, to the NCAA people, they're probably, or EA sports looking at back. How the hell are we supposed to individually negotiate with a, a thousand different athletes in, in the NFL? Yeah. It's all collectively bargained through the NFL PA. And they all get a flat rate. You get a flat rate. Okay. I was in so two, Tom Brady doesn't make more than no. When I was in the, when I was in the Madden game, I just, I, you, you get I and at the time I it was nothing. You get a couple shekels. It was like a grand or now something. Now it's seventeen G's. I think it's like seventeen G's now for Damn, for dude. it. So yeah, you just get a flat check and and that's mm-hmm. the end of it. It's collectively bargained. Whereas the the NCAA doesn't have a union. They can't collectively bargain. So EA Sports is like, here's what it is. And if you choose to opt into it, you get your name in there. And if you don't, then USC's quarterback will just be number thirteen, <laughs> and will be really good. Right. So you know, it's up right. for you to decide whether or not you. You know, you want to do it. The Hot 5 at 5 brought to you by Victorico's Mexican Food, the most popular burrito spot in Oregon. Order now at victoricos.com. What Nick Saban is saying about college football. He hates it. He's not necessarily wrong. He thinks it's broken. And it did drive him out of the the game. Yeah, pretty much. It's Division 1 football! 
So for some reason, he spoke today, and I will tell you what he said next on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, so uh, Nick Saban, good old little Nicky there. You know, I hope we elect to kick ass is what I hope we do. He's kind of become the, uh, I mean, rightfully so, but he, he's kind of become the... Um, Oh, I don't know what you say. Just the de facto voice of college football. And I think his, cause he's, he's obviously very accomplished best ever do it. Um, he's a red ass. So the old school guys like him, but he's also not a bury my head in the sand and won't evolve red ass. Um, mm. you know, is, is embraced, uh, you know, spreads and, and NIL and was paying players even before that. So I think he's a nice mixture of, old new red ass but somewhat progressive and he seems to care uh about the game yeah I, you know he definitely cares so he's he's kind of lobbying well you're right he has the resume yeah. he's very 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 well respected you can't find a more respected guy really yeah in the sport and he is also willing to speak out and he has been vocal about this for several years now but it sounds like it's what drove him out of the game to mm-hmm. retire he's old but yeah. he's you know, you final straw. Yeah, exactly. So I think seventy three, but he seems to be lobbying for any sort of college football commissioner gig if mm. that were to ever come up. But sure. um, at the same time, like you know, I think he's a smart guy. But there's something about me that says if college football ever had a commissioner, do we really want a seventy three year old? White guy from the that spent years in the SEC, who by the way was the same guy who wanted to get rid of the hurry up offense because he couldn't stop it. Yeah, there's I, I see where you're going. I mean, with that. He, he's not that progressive, but on this uh, sort of um, on this topic, he he seems to be calling it like it is. Sure, and a lot of you know a lot of people agree with him. So here's what he said. Um, he was out. I don't know what he's doing, talking like that. 
you know, sometimes these coaches, they retire that you, they go away. You never hear from him again. Yeah. Nick Saban doesn't stay out of the headlines. No. And, and it sounds like he is going to be around. Like he's got an office at, at Tuscaloosa. He's right. going to do some college football uh, stuff with ESPN. Which that ought to go well. He's not going to go away. And he can rake in so much cash still yes. just showing up at appearances, yep. speaking, engagements. Well, he's and doing like game that. day. Yeah. yeah. They put him on. That's what I'm saying. He's, yeah. He's going to be but around. He'll be busy. He's not around. going away. So um, he said Wednesday that he isn't retired from doing his part to help bring reform and uniformity and common sense to college football. And by the way, I don't necessarily think that that's any sort of power play. I really do believe that he is a guy that loves yeah, he cares. the sport, and he cares, and I think it's it, it can be misguided, but I think it's coming from a good, a good place. And he cares about the kids. Yes. He says, if my voice can bring about some meaningful change, I want to help any way I can because I love the players and I love college football. What we have now is not college football. Not college football as we know it. You hear somebody use the word student-athlete, that doesn't exist. Yes. Um, you see, and that's where I like that he is not one of these idiots. And I, I'm not just throwing that out there. Idiots that are going to try to pretend that the student-athlete model is something that is a, that you can go back right. to. He understands that the, the cat has left the bag and it is not going back in. I think he left the barn. The barn. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the cat's out of the well, bag. Well, the cat was in the bag, but I think the saying is the barn. Is it? No, the cat's out of the bag. The hay is in the barn. Yeah. See, the cat no, was. No, the hay's out of the barn. Yeah. Because the cat was no, out the of the bag. The horses are out of the barn. The hay is in the barn. Well, back in. Oh, damn it. Back in the day, it was illegal, I think, to sell pigs. And so people would sell pigs in sacks and they would schnooker you by putting a cat in there. And then sell you the pig. Knowing, I did not know that. Yeah, and 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 that's why when the person would take the bag and they they would they would go and then you would fool them with, they would open it up and it would be a cat and you're like aha the, the ruse is up when the, the cat's out of the bag. Up. Okay, cat's out of the bag. Okay, my bad. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, what was I saying? I derailed you. Saban. Oh, just just the idea that you know it 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 can't go back to the way it was. It has become a multi billion dollar business. Uh, realignment, all this stuff, salaries. You just because I, I hear people all the time that are like, "What? What's wrong with going back to scholarships?" Wake up! That, that Congress has told you that ain't happening. And this is the biggest problem that people are going to have. Almost every suggestion I hear from people to talk about putting constraints on the NCAA and, and the transfer portal and NIL. I don't know if you're aware, there's 8 million lawsuits going on right now, and the NCAA keeps getting their ass kicked in them. The moment you start trying to put restrictions on what can and can't happen, welcome to the world of lawsuits and antitrust. The entire state of Tennessee and was it yeah. Virginia? So that I, are, are suing the NCAA yeah, right Yeah, so now. the question is is what what happens now? What does this look like moving forward? And it's really clunky and, and really hard for a lot of people and this is what led to Adam Schefter saying the other day that um, a lot of the college coaches are sniffing around the NFL now. They yeah. just want no part of yeah, what's happening just, in college football. Yeah. Call me when this all gets settled. And he said, so Saban said, I'm not really looking for a job, but I do know I would like to impact college football the best way I can, whether it's being a spokesperson or anything else. Listen, I'm for the players. It's not that I'm not for the players. I want to see the players have a great quality of life and be able to create value for themselves. But we've gone to nobody talking about education, nobody talking about creating value for their future to talking about how much money can I make while I'm in college. Yeah. I think the consequence of this could come down the road when some of these guys get 28, 29 years old, that maybe they didn't prepare themselves for when they can't play football anymore, which is what you should do when you go to college. Yeah. So that's again, he's sensible. He's, yes, he's saying that, like, look, we, we've got to... 
you can't go back to the olden days, but at the same time, you can't lose the nature of not everyone's going to be a first-round pick, including guys at Alabama. So he wants to see more sensible dialogue about how to help college football start moving forward, and that that we definitely need. He says, um, one of the trickier issues is how to best compensate players, and Saban reiterated that he is for players earning money based on their name, image, and likeness once they get on campus. He said, but... What you have now isn't name, image, and likeness. Yes. A collective has nothing to do with NIL. Nope. He said he would like to see any player compensation model that is created to be brought in-house at the various schools and taken away from the donor-based collectives. Of course, then there would be Title IX issues. Yes. Uh, He said people can give money to the university again and get a tax deduction for doing it. And the university, in some kind of way, shares, whether it's share revenue, whether it's buying uh, marketing rights, which is a possibility, you can buy somebody's marketing rights as an institution, and I don't want to, and and I don't want to say cap, because that sounds like a salary cap, but find a way for schools to invest the same amount of money in players, just like everybody can invest the same amount in a scholarship. This becomes a part of the scholarship. Problem with this is, again, going back to antitrust lawsuits, is the moment you tell a player that he can make a million dollars on his name, image, and likeness, but not $1.3 million, he's going to simply say, you're not allowed to do that. You can't deny me my right to make can't money. Can't deny me my right. Yeah. You can't tell me how much my name, image, and likeness is worth. Right. And but and, again, this is why I say about Saban, he's not the perfect guy. He's no. trying to roll this back. Yes. He's trying to slow this down. Yep. It's not going to be slowed down. It's not going to be rolled back. Yeah. We. You need. It's got to be moved forward. Yeah. And that's that ain't it right there. No. I mean I, that that's him saying, whoa, 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 let's slow down and go back to. Just name, image, and likeness, and we'll put it in the sky. No, dude. He's again. This is why I, I appreciate what people are saying. I appreciate the the sentiment, but the, the this is the problem: is that the, the train has already moved past it. Unless you have national legislation, and this is why so many people want Congress to act, but it doesn't. Sound, everything I've read sounds like you're not going to get this passed. I mean, shocker that our, our federal government doesn't do many things together, and they don't want to deal with this. So it is. The problem is you have 50 different states right now with 50 different rules on the books for high school to college. One of the rules is simply that you can't pay guys to come to your 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 school. Like that that does not work. That is one of the few bylaws we have. And and the moment the NCAA tried to enforce that, two entire states including their attorney general sued the NCAA. You know, it's like and and once that once that if Tennessee and Virginia win that lawsuit, you are basically telling every school and every collective in the country there is nothing that anyone can do. You can do whatever the hell you want. And so, I mean, I, I appreciate what Saban is trying to say. I just don't know how you go about doing it unless you turn this into professional sports collectively bargained. And that's the other one that no one wants to do. We say that's awful, but the only way to get sweeping rules in place that don't get your ass sued where you're going to get yourself handed to in court is to collectively bargain it. Cause I hear people all the time be like, well, what about the NFL? It's a salary cap. Yes. There's a union that gets together and then bargains with the, the, the NFL teams to say, this is the percentage of money we get. You can do that. You can't do it when you won't even acknowledge that your student athletes quote are employees and, and you pay them. So until then you can't put, arbitrary rules and finally after 
you know, 75 years of this, someone got smart and was like, you don't get to have your cake and eat it too. You can't say that this is a billion dollar business where everyone's making money, but the kids, but then put a bunch of arbitrary rule on the kids that cap what they can get. Meanwhile, you can make whatever you want. It, it just, so we need to be realistic about this. And almost every, even the great Nick Saban, almost everything I hear won't stand up to to courts and well, it's and it's not going to be okayed by the yeah. the powers that be. He addressed that. This is why I don't think Saban's the best guy. And I think Saban's a smart guy, but dude, again, 73-year-old white guy who spent years in the SEC. Yeah. Is that the guy you want spearheading the new age of college football? Yeah. You need you need a group of smart people. He said somebody asked him about all the legalities of this and he said, "Well, you know, uh, <laughs> I'm not really well versed on all that." <laughs> And so he said they would be more quality. He said uh, he was mentioning SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey, Alabama go. Athletic Director Greg Byrne. He said they would be more qualified to serve in a college football commissioner's role than I am. They're in it every day and know all the issues. That's why I'm hesitant to come up with a firm solution because you don't know the consequences of the solution relative to, uh, I, do we have to pass antitrust laws to be able to do it this way? Yeah. What does that entail? It's one thing to come up with a solution. It's another thing to implement it. I'm just here to help. Yeah. And this is why... And, would, and he could help. Yes. He, I, I would love to see him part of a committee. Right. Uh, I think you need to go get a couple smart attorneys. I know this is weird, but you know, if you don't know the name Jeffrey Kessler, look it up. He's the main attorney that loves to stick it to the NCAA. He's, he was he, he ran the O'Bannon lawsuit. He's got like nine other. He, he just sues the NCAA. It's what he does. I would honestly do the whole hire the villain, hire the guy to break into my bank to tell me what the weak spots are. I would go get Jeffrey Kessler. I would go get the guy that sues the NCAA more than anyone else and bring him in to my fold and be like, I want you to help us. You go get Nick Saban. You go get Jeffrey Kessler. Go get Chris Peterson. Go get David Shaw. Go get, who is the, was it Anthony Gonzalez, the representative at Ohio that used to be a uh, receiver at Ohio State. Now he's in Congress. Go get him. Get many people. Go get, uh, like you said, go get Sankey, who's the SEC commissioner and has been for years. If you don't think that guy knows how to, to be a power broker in college football, Go get a variety of people. Go get a really smart business guy. Go get a, a Mark Cuban type, right, that's been around the world of professional sports. Go get a group of these people. Get an athlete or two. Go get Andrew Luck or Reggie Bush, someone that existed recently in the world of college football that was a big deal, that knows um, the inner workings of, of what it meant to be a college athlete and get paid and, and, and not get paid. Put those guys in a room and actually start a, a brainstorm and then maybe you don't necessarily have a single commissioner, but maybe you have a Portland S committee, one guy near the top and you know, you collectively come up with, you know what that is with something that makes sense. That's a task force, a task force. Yes. Cause it's going to be hard to get one person over this because there's just so many entities and the, the fact that it's not collectively bargained. That's the biggest draw on this. If, 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 the college ball world could get together and decide that we are going to unionize. This is going, we are going to say there are employees. We're going to have to do this. That would be the easiest way because at that point you could actually come up with real regulations and rules to put it in place. But until that happens, any solution you come up with is littered with lawsuits and landmines and, and problems. All right. Up next, who could have had him? 533. Here's Buck. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, I was looking back at the old uh, draft of uh, Patrick Mahomes. Remember him, the Chiefs quarterback that just won the Super Bowl? Do you yeah, remember I, that guy? I remember something about him. He's pretty good. Hey, he's all right. <laughs> God, that's obnoxious. Yeah. Um, So's his wife. (laughs) That's not fair. Yeah, it's not very nice. Not very nice. Well, she's hot now, so people are giving her breaks. (laughs) Yeah, less obnoxious in SI. Yeah. If that's still a public The hotter hotter you are, we know that you can be more obnoxious. Is it even still a magazine? They're like shutting everything down, right? I don't know if that's still. I mean, it might be an online thing anymore. When's the last time you saw a magazine? I, I just, every like, Six weeks, it feels like we hear about them just shutting down. I was, at, I was at the Quest today getting blood work, and I was bummed. There's no magazines. That was like the only time I read magazines, when you'd flip through the doctor's office. Now, nothing. I get two magazines at the house that I actually flip through. One is, uh, there's like a Northwest Golf magazine. That comes, comes automatic with your uh, membership you, you're to right, uh, yeah. OGA. I always like that. And then um, Travel and Leisure shows up. I don't really know why. Yeah. But I love it. Yeah. Flip through it. I got like a two year subscription to Rolling Stone, I'm assuming through some sort of credit card thing. I don't know. Yeah. Just showed up. That's usually how it works. And I loved it. I got Esquire and Rolling Stone, (laughs) and I I miss those. So I was looking at uh, the 2017 draft Mm -hmm. with uh, Mahomes. And, uh, you know, I remember we were on the air. I mean, Mahomes was not talked about a lot. No, he was not viewed as. It was Mitchell Trubisky. Miles Garrett went number one, Mitchell Trubisky number two. And, um, man. Uh, so I was looking back at that draft. I always like to look at these, and I don't know. I just think it's fun to look at who could have had him, a guy. Sure. Uh, the pick, so he went 10th. The Chiefs traded up from Buffalo and got the pick and took Mahomes. Where did the Chiefs come from to get him? I think they were 13th. They didn't move that well, much Well, where's up. Buffalo? Let's find Buffalo. Scroll, scroll. They were 27th. Yep, 27th. Sorry. So that's a big jump. Now, and the Bills uh, dropped all the way back and got Tredavious White. Which is nice pick. So that worked out fine. Nice player. Um, I remember, like, afterwards, and, and I don't know how, like, it's easy to say afterwards, but, like, the Sean Payton and uh, was it the Denver Broncos were all like, oh, we 
we wanted Mahomes too, and and you know. So now, of course, you're hearing more teams that were valuing him. But well, the 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 Broncos picked twentieth. Yeah, got Garrett Boyles or Bowles, <laughs> the well, offensive tackle. Yeah, he holds a lot, but you know. But Mahomes, the pick right. So two picks before Mahomes was the Panthers, and they took McCaffrey. So okay, nice pick. Yeah, nice. You know, he got he got hurt there a bunch, but you can't argue with, you know, who Christian McCaffrey is. But the number nine pick went to the Bengals. Do you remember who they took? Uh, you probably don't. No, I don't remember. So I'll tell I, you. I can't even. I'm not going to look at the, I had the draft in front of me, but that would be cheating. I don't want to look at it. Speedster John Ross. <laughs> oh, yeah. They he won took, the one. Uh, what did he win at the combine for? Well, he, had the lo- he had the he lowest. He had like the lowest 40 time one ever. One of the best ever. I yeah. thought they were like going to give him an island or something like that because he broke a 4 3. I don't remember. I just know that he he was the fastest guy at the combine. And um, now the bungholes hmm. ended up getting Joe Burrow several years later. So yeah, yeah. you know, I yeah. guess that's water under the bridge. But still, man, what other receivers went in that uh, went in that draft? Because again, that's what I always look at. Like, okay, oh, you yeah. needed a receiver. You drafted a receiver. Like, well, before him, Corey Davis and Mike Williams, uh, and not the no, Tampa the Mike Williams, Chargers, the Mike Chargers Williams. Mike Williams. So. Um. Yeah, Corey Davis. Uh, you know, and yeah, Mike Williams when when healthy. All right. Well, he's better than John Ross. Oh, anyone's better I mean, than John Ross. So let's see other receivers here for you, fella. Because Corey Davis had a couple decent years in in Tennessee, but was never a Ooh. you know was was never anything special. So after Ross went, Zay Jones, Curtis <laughs> Samuel. Juju Smith Schuster. Not a great receiver draft. Cooper Cup. Oh, there you go. Where did Cup go? Uh 69, huh? Nah. To the Rams. Well, see, and that's one of those, like, I don't fault anyone for not drafting Cooper Cup because Chris Godwin went uh 84. Yeah, when you're talking about the Nimstein drafting someone in the first, like you everyone didn't think those guys were first round picks. I'd just go with like who was drafted around you, because that's just a misevaluation. But it doesn't really sound like there were great. Wide receivers at the top of that draft. None of those guys really no. turned out to be anything. And you could see why uh, people were in love with John Ross. 100%. At the time. Yeah. Well, speed kills. But it's funny, now in the NFL, like eh, the, the deep game just isn't... Uh, Mahomes, what, did? I don't think he threw a touchdown pass over 20 yards this year. Like, it's the game has changed. But back then, you know, it was the Raiders, everyone, you know, ah, throw the ball deep, speed kills. A couple of others that uh, come to mind that are famous ones, of course, um, that... Douchebag uh, lawyer guy that draft that went and David Kahn went to the Timberwolves mm-hmm. and took Johnny Flynn yeah. and yeah, took two, Ricky Rubio. That was over Steph Curry. Took right? him six seven before, or uh, took him five six before Curry at seven. I believe. Yeah, yeah, something like that. That one's bad. And then the Giannis draft. Um, you know, Giannis went. He went like fifteenth or eighteenth or something. I think he was fifteenth. And of course, this is a little. Yeah, I don't hindsighty because he was pretty raw. Well, if you look at him, yeah, he was the definition of a project. I'm sure when Milwaukee or anyone drafted him, they're like, "Who?" But you know who could have had him, right? But I'm just talking about the one pick before. Yeah, the Utah Jazz. Oh, took, or actually, it might have been Minnesota because you know how they do the yeah the the, 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 the NBA drafting is weird. Yeah, it's Shabazz Muhammad. Mm. <laughs> See, I I don't give anyone Ooh. any flack for that because there's just when you're drafting Ryan Rupert or you're drafting Giannis, you are literally just saying I don't know. Maybe in three years the kid turns into something, and 
even Milwaukee that was drafting him at 15 didn't believe he was going to. I think he's put on 55 pounds since he was drafted. He's grown like two inches. No, like how the hell are you supposed to think that he's going to turn into that? I guarantee when New England drafted Tom Brady, they didn't think he was going to be Tom effing Brady. They're like, ah, maybe this kid's got something seventh round. But you know, you're not Red Danny, Red Danny. You know, don't don't give me this. You know that that you that you knew Tom Brady was going to be great. Can it? If you knew he was well, going to be great, you you would have been seventh round. Oh, seventh round. Sorry, I, I think or was Brady six. Brady might have been six. You're right. But yeah, you're not. If if you really thought something of him, you would have drafted him in the third round. Yeah. Well. There's there's so many of those. Uh, Buck had a good one on the Raiders. Do you still have that up there, Buck? Yeah. So there was a stretch from 2004 to 2008. So five straight years. The very next guy after they drafted was exponentially better. So it started in 04. They took Robert Gallery, I think, second overall. Tackle out. Larry Iowa. Fitzgerald went next. Mm. Very next ah. pick. 2005. They took Fabian Washington, 23rd oh. overall. Aaron Rodgers was the next pick. Ah. 2006, they took Michael Huff at safety. Very next pick, another safety, Dante Whitner. And then 2007, this is the bad one, Jamarcus Russell. Very next pick, Calvin Johnson. Yeah. Damn, dude. uh, Whoops. They also had uh, Darren McFadden. Next pick was Glenn Dorsey. It's uh, a, you know, the the draft is an inexact science. So they had, when they they passed on, well, when they passed on uh, Rodgers, their quarterback, you said that was 2005? That was 2005, correct. Yeah, Rodgers fell all the way, man. He, it, was this, he, it was like him or Smith for number one, yeah, and then Smith went one, Smith and he went, went one, all the way falling to 24. He went a tumbling. Yeah, but I, I was just trying to think of who the Raiders quarterback was at the time. And looking back, no. their starter in 2005 was Kerry Collins. Oh. And they moved on to Andrew Walter Boy. the next year. Probably could have used yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Because then came the Josh McCown, Jamarcus Russell years and the Jason Campbell years. God, it's the one thing about sports that no one you just can't quantify is when you're sitting in that room and you're getting ready to draft guys and you got the big board up there. There's so many different voices and all that input and just you just don't know. And I'm not trying to get any. I'm not trying to get, get it right. You got to get it right, but. That's the whole. That's the whole league. That's, it's the. It's yep. your job. It's the difference. Get it right. And when you look at, uh, you look at teams that that build it, and it's not just hitting on the Aaron Rodgers of the world, but you look at those the Seattle teams that that end up winning a Super Bowl, and you look at the the Bobby Wagner's and the Cam Chancellors and the Richard Sherman's and and Russell Wilson. Uh, Wilson was what third round, I think. At a, uh, if I'm not mistaken, hey, Seattle. You know, third round. The the number of of guys that they hit on that we talked about it with the Chiefs from. Um, f- from Sneed to McDuffie uh, to to the uh, uh, Pacheco. I mean, on and on. Rasheed Rice this year. I mean, they haven't been very successful the receivers, but Rice was a big part of what they did. Their their linebacking core uh, that they went out and got. I mean, those are all those are all draft picks, and and you hit. And when you hit on them, you know that that's you're right. It, it is an inexact science. It is very tough. But it is literally the difference between being a crappy organization and being a yep. championship organization. I mean, imagine, you know, if Myers Leonard was a different pick. Yeah. Or Zach Collins yep. was a different pick. And we'd have to go and look at, at who was around them. But, yeah. Oh, you want to play that game. Well, I remember, I think it was the Myers Leonard that went like two picks before they won. And I know he ended up being good but not great. They wanted the, the center out of UConn, uh, Drummond. They wanted Andre Drummond, and he went like a pick or two before, uh, Myers, uh, before Leonard. And, you know, Leonard turned out to... You know, whoops. 
And then the Zach Collins was just a, you know, that thing was just a. They traded up to get him. Yeah. And we were told foundational. Remember they said he was Kevin McHale and, you know, God <laughs> almighty. Kevin McHale. Yeah, they said he was a he was a more athletic Kevin McHale. I was like, wow, why would you say that? So Leonard, yeah, 11th. Yeah, I don't Drummond think, went ninth. Yeah, I don't think there was a ton around that. Same draft as Lillard. Uh, yeah, after Myers, Jeremy Lamb, Kendall Marshall, John Henson, yeah. Maurice Harkless. No. <laughs> Bryce White. Blazer great. Yeah, it's it's Tyler Zeller. I mean, there's not you gotta no. go all the way down to thirty five to find an all star, Draymond Green. Yeah, and you can't fault them. Like no one Chris you, Middleton went thirty nine. Yeah. Again, that's you, you can't fault anyone when there's that sort of gap. Uh, so the I Le- can fault him. The Leonard one, you know. Miles Plumley. Could have been the Miles <laughs> Plumley model instead yeah. of the Mace Plumley model. Yeah, you, you can't kill him with that. And then the Zach Collins one. Zach Collins one. You you moved up and you drafted that was that was rough. That was rough. You go back. Remember, was the Martel Webster over? Was that uh, was it Martel Webster over? Was that Chris? Who? Chris Paul. They? Yeah, Chris Paul. But Going the, back about ten years, they took Nolan Smith, the pick before the Manimal, Kenneth Fareed. I liked Kenneth Fareed. Yeah, yeah. he was good. Yeah, Zach Collins. Yeah, okay. So after Zach Collins, see, I, that's right. I was, I was. That was when they already had. Obviously, they already had Lillard. But I was saying Donovan Mitchell, that's the dude. Because I watched a lot of college basketball at that time. Yeah. He was at Louisville. He was awesome. Yeah. It was like, just get him. And then maybe you could trade him or just develop him out. and then trade him. Uh, Donovan Mitchell went after Zach Collins and so did Bam out of bio. Yeah, Bam. I knew there was one that, that was like glaring. Four picks after ah. Zach Collins went Bam. Ah. Dude, right there. If you, that changes your whole franchise, right there. And Bam was a specimen. It's not like he you was. look at him and, and you see Tom Brady from the combine. Absolutely. You know? Because where did where did Damon want to go to play with Bam? Was my right, and then you could have been here and that ah. whole thing, and then you could have dealt CJ, and then could have gotten a better rounded roster. And ah, dummies, you know. Whoops. All right. Uh, there's that uh, new fun game. Who could have had him? Uh, we will be back to wrap up the sports portion of the program next on the fan. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, no more sports. You don't want to talk about the Kevin Durant bitch situation? <laughs> yeah, I was just looking at that. Some fat lady called Kevin Durant a bitch. I was just watching that. I love the way that she tries to go for about 25 solid seconds with the handshake Dude, to make it good. Now, can we play that? Is that you worth it? You can't hear it. The, really the thing is, it's it's not. It's, it's, it's better for, for visual. Yeah, you can't. You can barely. If you turn it all the way up, you can kind of hear what they're saying. So, if you know, Durant's coming out there playing uh, Dallas. Dallas tonight in Dallas. It's a big game. Both jogging team. out for warm-ups, basically. Yeah, he's jogging out for warm-ups. There's, like, no one in the in the crowd. And this uh, this pudding <laughs> of a woman sitting, like, in the third row behind the seats just yells out, Katie, you're a bitch. <laughs> and Durant turns around and walks back over to her. And as she walks over to her, she does the, hey, hey, and sticks out her hand to do, like, the bro-like handshake. And he's looking at her. And then, meanwhile, the the inbred white trash boyfriend next to the pudding of a woman <laughs> starts starts 
telling Kevin Durant, hey, no big deal, you know, whatever. And then he hits him with, a, I host a sports podcast. <laughs> Do you want to come on? And Kevin Durant oh in disgust turns around and leaves. And to Kevin Durant's credit, uh, they're going to kick him out. They're going to give him the heave-ho. And Durant comes jogging back and says, don't kick him out. And then turns oh, around okay. and leaves. That's the coolest thing Kevin Durant's done in years. For, Might be yes. the coolest thing he's ever done. But how you want to talk about self-awareness. You call <laughs> Kevin Durant a bitch. He turns around and then you try to bro hug him. And then some then you like, and then your boyfriend or husband's like, Bro, it's all good, man. I host a podcast. Why don't you come on? You jackwagon. Someone said this is like Twitter, but in real life. The Twitter yes. f- warriors fire off a, a scalding take, and then when someone finally claps back, they're like, oh, oh, uh, 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 and they backpedal. Come on my podcast. Yeah. Hey, you know, look, there, what did you say the other day? There's like 3 million podcasts. 3.2 million podcasts exist. Yeah, so, you know, you got to cut through that swath. Like, how else are you going to do it? You got to you gotta get Durant on your podcast. You got to call him a bitch call to get him, him on bitch. there. <laughs> Should all work, right? I just love it. Let's let's just be as insulting as humanly possible to someone, and then be like, "Hey, man, we can work it out. Come on my podcast." Yeah, call him a bitch to get his attention, and yeah. then think you're going to make good with him and uh, be friends. That. How about I be giant ass, and then I ask a favor of you? This is where we're at. I swear to God, people. Well, people, you know they they've always been this way, JC babes. I know. It's just it's uh, just the the, the now I, it's being filmed. Yeah, the nerve to come on my podcast, Kevin. As I as I try to dap you up from the second row, cool. All right, up next, Bobby, our friend, our beloved, mm. rest in peace, was a fraud. And I saw something today that did. Uh, I had a I had an incident today that kind of shook me a little bit. Fantastic. Yeah, it was it was something. The club is next on the fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty five dollars per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty five dollars per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.